I'm Lisa. I do the midday show at 101.9 The Mix in Chicago. And I'm Jerry Nunn from nunnontherun.com. And Lisa and I go way back. Way backstage, maybe. Yeah, that's where we met. And now we're bringing you along for the ride. Like a plus one. But we don't really have time for some big intro. All right, let's go. Nonstop. Nonstop. With Lisa and Jerry. This week, we catch up with Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy and Paul Shear from Chance the Rapper's new movie, Slice. Hey, I'm Paul Shear, and you are listening to Nonstop with Lisa and my best friend in the whole world, Jerry. What's up? This is Pete from Fall Out Boy, and you're listening to Nonstop with Lisa and Jerry. Oh, Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. Love him. Jerry, and you got to hang out with him. Yeah, that was such a cool experience. They did this pop-up thing, kind of like a happy place, but it was based on the album Mania. So each of the songs made a different room, and you could take photos. What? And then he came. Yeah, he hung out for a little bit, and he was so cool and laid back. So, okay, hold on. So they did <laughs> this, like, each room was a, a song theme? or Yes, yeah, from each song of the album Mania. I need to see these pictures. Yeah, I have more. I didn't even post all of them. <laughs> I, I love that you got to catch up with him and yeah, he seemed really laid back. How does it feel to be back in Chicago? And it, It's always cool to be back. I mean, I think it feels really special because playing like Wrigley Field, which is insane, you know yeah. what I mean? So like, it feels a little surreal. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, Okay. Good in general. Um, what item do you have to have on the tour bus? Do you have like a must, something you have to have? Baby wipes, for sure. Baby wipes, you know okay. what I mean? Like baby wipes, <laughs> you can never have too many baby wipes. You learn quickly from being in a band that there are times when you have to operate on a baby wipe shower. So that's just like, that's there you go. So you're an astronaut, basically, <laughs> without all the science degrees, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what, what have you done on this tour that you haven't done on other tours or you learned from other tours? I have a flamethrower bass, which is pretty cool. Oh, really? Yeah, so it shoots fire. That's fun. That but I think you dangerous. would like. Yeah, I think so. But they make it so idiot-proof that okay. it's like, even I can operate it. Um, <laughs> but what if we, like, we're just, I think, doing the biggest version of the show for, like, the Mania record that we've ever done. Mm-hmm. And and so, like, I think one of the big takeaways is, like, creating a set list that, like, works for everybody. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. we're trying. Yeah, how do you pick a set list? Well, we're trying <laughs> to, like, find one that, like, works for whether your entry point was, like, Mania or, like, songs that are on the radio. And so we sure. kind of try to, like, make one that makes sense for everybody. Yeah. How about this whole experience? What is that? Like- well, we wanted to create, like, a physical space mm-hmm. that matched the record, that was a counterpart for the record. Yeah. And so we're working on it. Like, we've yeah. been working on it for a year. We tried to launch it in L.A. It was a failed launch. I wanted to do something that was, like, counterintuitive. Like, I think we live in such a digital world that it would be so cool to do something that had, like, that it was a texture that you could feel and look at and Sure. Touch. Yeah, I yeah. saw the first trim. I was like, yeah. wow, that's really cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. What would you say to somebody that wants to be in a band like you that's a little kid and well-met? Like, what, totally. would you say, what would you say to somebody like that? It's good to take advice. Uh-huh. You know, like, I think it is good to take advice. But you can't listen too hard because oftentimes when you're on something, you know, when you're on a divergent path, people will be like, that won't work. That can't. Like, no one's done it before and like no one's done it until you do it you know what I mean so like understanding that you may be the person who's like breaking through on your own and breaking the mold and that you you know I got her. What do you think of uh, BB Rexa? She's awesome. <laughs> yeah. What, do you think she's changed at all since um, back in the day? You know, when I went on tour with her, she literally had never been on tour and she never, like, so it was such a learning curve. Yeah. That, like, now, like, she's always been, like, a kid sister to me. Yeah. And now it's like, now when I see her out, I'm like, oh, you got your own smash songs. And, like, you're on these all these big features and stuff. And so yeah. it's cool. There's, like, an aspect of uh, feeling proud. You know what I mean? Even Absolutely. though I don't, I'm, like, not involved in it at all, but, like, I'm, 
like just proud of her as a friend, you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I heard about Max that you were. Yeah. I mean, I just love him. He's yeah. such a great guy. And his like, wife and yeah. he's so much fun. He's like the sweetest kid, but he has a <laughs> he also has like uh, more talent in his like little finger than I think a lot of people have. It's like really crazy. He's like, I can act, I can dance, I can do the splits, I can sing, <laughs> you know, like all of it. Yeah. So you're into comic books? Is that why you named your daughter Marvel? Is it, it or not? That's not actually the reason, <laughs> but like but, but I love Marvel. But okay. like we um my girls uh, initials are MJ. Okay. And we wanted like another MJ. So Marvel Jane was like one that made sense. I love But that. we love the name and we do love Marvel too. Comics. Yes. Are you doing more music? What are you doing after the tour? What's the plans? We have no plans for Fallout Boy after this, but like it's okay. got to be something different, you know, I think. Yeah. Like we see how the experience goes and like hey, maybe we do like another one of these. I don't know. Yeah. Something. But you always have so many projects. I didn't know if there's something you've always wanted to do that you haven't done. Yeah. There's like all kinds of stuff that I always want to do, but half of them, like my friends are like, uh, don't go and like, start a furniture company because like you don't know what you, you don't know how to make furniture you know I mean think about it if you were not doing what you do now every day like what uh-huh. would you be doing so when I was a little boy when I was a baby nun I wanted to be <laughs> I wanted to be a doctor really yeah like I carried around a doctor's um I had like a little outfit and I had a little um what's it called the doctor's bag it was like but it was plastic so it was like Fisher Price yeah and so I would carry it around and I thought I wanted to be a doctor but then when I found out how much school was involved I was like no way <laughs> It's so gross. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny that you said that because, well, yeah, sidebar bodies can definitely be gross. But I don't know. I guess I always kind of thought like, okay, maybe I'll go to law school. Like, I'm totally into all things justice system and all of this. And then when I found out, God, how long it takes to go to school, I'm like, oof, I don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. It's funny how our dreams are crushed so young. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't think I could pay it. I mean, I I did high school. Mm -hmm. I graduated early. I didn't even go to a four-year college. Mm -hmm. Like, it's maybe it's just not my thing. I don't think I can pay attention long enough. Well, that would be a lot of paying attention. It's a lot of book work. <laughs> a lot of books, a lot yeah. of reading. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just stick to watching court TV or something. Judge Judy, hello. <laughs> I mean, that's my fave. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I forgot you were such a huge fan of her. Well, yeah. just in the spirit of celebrities trying different things and, I mean, not that we're celebrities, but Chance the Rapper, okay? Mm-hmm. So he's obviously been conquering music and been doing a ton for the city, but what was this? I saw you on the red carpet at his movie premiere? Yeah, so they made this, like, kind of indie horror comedy called Slice, and it's about pizza or something. <laughs> like, Slice, I get it. Like, all these, like, these slasher movies, like Slice Them and Dice Them. That's what my mom calls them, a Slice Them and Dice Them. Yeah. And, okay, I can see where they're bringing pizza into it, and maybe it's just a paying homage to Chicago or whatever. Right. Um, but he got some decent stars in it. This guy, Paul Shear. Yes. Um, I loved him in the show The League, if you ever saw that. Okay, yeah. It's just, like, a bunch of comedians. He's really funny. He's funny. He was like really entertaining. And I asked him about like advice for, you know, podcasts because he has a really successful podcast. Is that right? Yeah. Um, I think when you're starting off, you're always kind of looking to find interesting projects, right? And when I read this script, I was kind of blown away because it didn't feel like anything that I've read. You know, it's not a drama. It's not a comedy. It's not even really a horror film. It's this weird mix. It kind of feels like a young Tim Burton and John Waters met, you know, it's got ghosts, werewolves, pizza place. So it's, it's really it just struck me because of its difference and you know and I watched Austin's videos they directed with Chance I was just blown away by how visually interesting they were and I just was like I, sign me up I'm in nice do you have any advice for people with the podcast we just started a podcast recently so I would say is just do what you think is interesting and good and people will find it and don't worry about exploding you know from day one just build an audience cater to your audience respect your audience and again talk about the stuff that you're interested in and you will find there 
people out there that are also interested in the same exact thing. Solid advice and a good time for us to thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about The Nun real quick? Okay. Did you go see it? I went and saw it. I was like joking about it, you know, to all the audience. Like, this is a story about my life. <laughs> and so I was really hyped to see it. But yeah. it just had I mean, had pop-out scares and it just got old after a while. I mean, the casting was good. But they just didn't give them enough to do. And it just wore thin oh. towards the end. And really didn't even explain a lot about nuns. I mean, my childhood was scarier than that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. I was terrorized by snakes as a kid. So there's a snake part in it. It didn't even scare me. The GCI snake did not scare me. But a real snake terrorized me as a child. So, you know, I still have phobias about snakes. So in this movie, it was just, it didn't scare you afterwards? Uh, no. I mean, that's like one of those things with horror movies that like, I don't mind watching it while it's happening. But then mm-hmm. like later when I'm at home and I hear any noise, I'm like, oh, it's a monster. So I, that's why, I, like, I don't mind watching the movies. It's the mm-hmm. effect afterwards is sort of like messy with me like at bedtime like I get nervous sure yeah so this was not one of those for you no no I mean I hope there's more nuns you know this Halloween that would be kind of a bonus from the movie yeah did you wear a habit to the screening I didn't I didn't I was a little shy you know I uh... it might have changed the whole experience (laughs) for you Jer maybe I mean you know but then I have to you know promote it so much and then it was not the movie that I want it to be oh I gotcha yeah hopefully no nun too yeah well (laughs) knock on wood for that but oh you saw a movie though just last night that you thought was pretty good? Yes, A Simple Favor. This is with Anna Kendrick. Okay, yeah. And Blake Lively. What is the deal with this movie? It's kind of like a murder mystery kind of thing. Uh, You don't know what... I went in completely blind, so I hadn't even seen the preview. Nothing. That's kind of where I'm at right now. And that's good, because I keep it that way. I hope people don't post boilers about this movie or ruin things for other people, because it was such a fun ride. It was very unpredictable. I had a great time, you know, just trying to see what would happen next. So I kept my attention for the full two hours. Okay, and it's Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick who are mm-hmm. sort of normally like bubbly and fun, which is, this is kind of weird for them, right? Well, there's a lot of humor in it, surprisingly. Okay. And Blake Lively is just gorgeous. I know. I mean, oh my gosh. Isn't she the one who's married to, to Deadpool, to Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Well, that makes sense. They're like it's like a perfect couple. Right. It's not fair. Rich <laughs> and good looking, you jerks. I know. <laughs> and this is a great spotlight for her. I mean, it's a really, it's a good acting exercise and she just wears some incredible clothes. Oh, all right. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll have to go check that one out. And, you know, this is taking it back, speaking of smashing outfits, but can we talk about our night at Ravinia when we got to see? It was like completely 80s night up there. Yeah, I'm so glad I got you to go to that because, you know, I was like, I don't know if Lisa will know some of these songs. And, you know, I didn't know if you would just be into it. And then it was just, I mean, from the get-go, we had such a good time. I mean, You know, we sat down with... Um, Mike Bailey? Is from Thompson Twins? I mean, Tom Bailey, Tom Bailey. Tom Bailey. it was Tom and Jerry show, right? Oh, yes, it so was the Tom, Tom and Jerry show. Tom Bailey, yeah. We got to sit down with him. He was very entertaining. But yeah. then when we saw him on stage, I guess not what I was expecting because mm-hmm. it's this kind of aging pop artist, mm-hmm. still sounding incredible. But how about his whole band was like young hot chicks? Right. Yeah. I was like, wow. Which he didn't tell us about ahead of time. I think that would have been kind of something fun to talk about. Yeah. Is that I have, you know, all these young girls <laughs> playing behind me. Like, what was that guy? Palmer. What was his name? That had Robert like, Palmer. Robert Palmer. That 
had totally. the women behind him. Yes, yes, totally. <laughs> Except these ones were all wearing white, and I think they were all blonde. Right. So it was sort of like the opposite end of the Robert Palmer situation. Yes, but definitely. yeah, wow, good call. I didn't even put that together. I just did. Oh. It just came to me. I don't know. But yeah, it was like super 80s. He had some really cool visuals while he was on stage. Yeah. Um, the seats that we had at Ravinia were amazing and yeah. really perfect because there was a huge storm happening outside. Mm-hmm. It was raining and all the fans were had their umbrellas and they're out in the rain. And They and didn't even leave, though. Like, mm-hmm. nobody even left. That was a packed crowd out there. And they yeah. just sat in their tents and in their ponchos and just kind of were out there having a good time anyway because then the B-52s came on stage. Right. They were colorful and bright and dancing around. So fun. <laughs> they were, you know, they're always a party band, so they're really great. And then I thought Culture Club and Boy George were really, they were on point. I mean, they had a great set. Totally. They were, they sounded good. He Boy George was in a good mood. I don't know what's gotten into him, <laughs> but he was happy. When we were standing backstage and you like elbowed me and you were like, there's George. I, I didn't put two and two together that it was Boy George who walked right past us. Yeah. And I, like, I couldn't even like fumble to get my phone and, and try to take a picture. I was just more like staring at him like, oh, it's Boy George. He's taller than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. Well, with a hat too. It has mentions <laughs> yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. That's like a 50 gallon hat. Is that what they're called? I don't <laughs> right. know. I think it's huge. But they were really good. They got on stage. Their first song was Let's Dance from from David Bowie, mm-hmm. which was, he sounded incredible. I was like, ooh, George, you are doing the hot tea and honey thing because your voice sounds incredible. Yeah, and I was surprised because I, he'd had some pitchy problems before and had, you know, and also been in kind of a mood where he just wanted to do his old stuff or his solo stuff, and we want to hear, like, the hits, like, It's a Miracle and all that. It was, like, hit, hit, hit that whole time. So, yeah, that was just a great show, and I'm happy to see that the original Culture Club, like, all the original guys that I remember from my albums when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like, were there together on stage, and I don't know, man, they they found their groove again because they sounded really good. Yeah, Ravinia's still pumping out the shows. I mean, they had Tony Bennett over the weekend. And, oh, yeah. Um, tonight I'm going up, up there, actually, because I... Are you? Yeah, I, I interviewed a guy that's doing um, a whole vocal thing for Matthew Shepard. Okay. So I'm going up there, you know, to meet him and, and see some of the show tonight, so I'm heading up there. What are they doing? Just a tribute or a memorial? What's happening? Right, it's a, it's a whole experience that celebrates his whole life whenever he was young and then kind of moves into everything. So I imagine it's going to be kind of heavy, you know, obviously from the tragic story of Matthew Shepard, but right. um, it's been approved by the whole foundation. I think it's really important to, you know, remember him and, and what happened. So, yeah. Wow. Well, I'll be curious to hear how that goes. But, you know, it might be a little bit heavier, but it might be kind of, you know, they'll, they'll find a way to put some uplift into it, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of uplift, can we talk about how you are talking me into going on a helicopter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sort of nervous, <laughs> but kind of excited. Listen to your evil laughter. <laughs> no. Listen to you. You're so proud of yourself for twisting my arm. I'm kind of excited, but so like, do you even know what to expect about this? Like, what what am I walking into? It's just like a little tour around Chicago? Yeah, I think we're just flying above Chicago out into the burbs, I believe. I mean, I don't know how far this whole helicopter experience goes, but... I'm good. I'm glad we're going into this with zero details. <laughs> with blinders on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're heading into the clouds, and uh, oh helicopters are cool because they they move so differently than, you know, an airplane or something. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Okay. What did I sign up for? I'm just going to get you up there and you're going to be so scared. <laughs> you're clawing me. And we're going to have to bring some kind of a selfie stick and record it or something because yeah. that's that's going to be something to see. Yeah, you have to have the headphones on, you know, so you can hear each other. That's what? The weird oh, thing. really? Yeah, because it's loud. Oh, I guess it would be. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, wow. Have you been on one before? One time in Hawaii. It wasn't scary? Uh, it was a little scary, but it was cool. I mean, you get some amazing 
amazing views, obviously. Oh, gosh. You know, for volcanoes and stuff. All right. Well, I'll put myself up for that. We've still got a little bit of time. Well, let's talk about you becoming like a food critic on Instagram and all over the place. Oh, I feel like all I see you doing is like eating at fabulous restaurants. What are you doing? There's some great places. Uh, I try to go to the openings as much as possible. I think restaurants are sometimes last on my list with everything because there's so much other things going on. I always go to media previews when they open something because it's always the best food. Yeah, I try to squeeze them, especially if they're early. I mean, I can go early and then I can go you know, screen a movie or go to a concert right after. Yeah. Before the nun screening, um, that's when I went to Noyani up in um, the Conrad. Oh, at the Conrad. That's yeah. a great spot. Yeah, so they had some great food. I mean, we, we ate so well. It's like, we're not going to need popcorn at the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, right? And they have these little like almost snow cones, but with booze in them. Okay. And they serve them in kind of like a Chinese food container. It's sure. just so cute. It's really cute. They had little lunch boxes on the table. Oh, yeah. The, I thought that was a cute little marketing thing. And um, some great sushi and stuff. It was really good. Huh. Yeah. I've not had their sushi. Mm-hmm. It's good. Good All stuff. Right. Something to look into. Something yeah. to look into. I keep trying to like get back on the, all right, summer's over. Like the barbecues are over. Mm-hmm. Now I need to really try to get back to eating better and not going out and drinking and all of this. Oh, oh my gosh. I didn't even tell you. Okay. Saturday night. This is off the subject. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Saturday night. I had, you know, my family over. We were just hanging out. It was kind of like a day off, lay low, chill out. Yeah. And then I get a text message from my girlfriend like, hey, uh, Ed Kowalczyk is going to swing by. Do you want to come up and hang out for a while? So Ed is from live. Okay. And I was like, sure, let me just curl my hair. I'll be there in an hour. Like, I was like, okay, everybody get out of the house. Sorry. Thanks for coming over. You guys gotta go. <laughs> There's a celebrity. Bye. Curl, <laughs> like, bye. Sorry, sorry. Well, you know, we met him a couple times last year. Uh-huh. He was so good to us um, uh-huh. after the show at the Park West. And then, I mean, his people were the ones texting me over Lollapalooza last year, kind of like, hey, if you want us to come by, we can come by whenever you want. They were just really cool and yeah, he was normal. Nice. Yeah. And heck yeah, I wanted to go and hang out. <laughs> so <laughs> like, I was out. Like, yeah. So I got to go see him. And it was one of those things where like, okay, I'm really, I should be trying to lay low and relax. Mm-hmm. And instead, no, I ended up at 115 Bourbon Street on the south side until the wee hours <laughs> in the morning. Wow. Like it starts having like a friendly drink with Ed and Mandy and, and Kenny, who you know, uh-huh. um, back there. And then it ended up like me on stage pouring shots into people's mouths. Oh. Like it, wow. like coyote ugly. I know. That went off the rails. Big time. <laughs> That's fun. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. See, see what happens when we don't see each other for a couple days? I know. So much. Celebrities to- everywhere. Bring just- me in, honey. Yeah. Welcome to Chicago. There's so much. And we have got a really busy weekend in front of us. We do. So it starts Friday night mm-hmm. for the Green Tie Ball, which I'm excited that we're going. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's at a new venue, yeah. which I don't even really know how to pronounce it. I messed up. Yeah, trying to pronounce it the other day. Yeah. Girardi? Girardi? Uh, Girardi? Honey, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's it's on like, I don't know, 26th and Hoyne or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't really know what to expect. Yeah. It's been in a different location the past couple years, though, yeah, right? Yeah, it keeps there. moving around. Yeah. yeah, they need to settle down. Yeah, or maybe find <laughs> one that really works and stick with it. And hopefully this one will. Yeah. Um, but that's always fun to get all, you know, dressed up and oh, yeah. go see everybody. A lot of food. There's always so much food. You know what's hard when I'm like all glammed out in like a tight dress <laughs> and I, I just want to stand around eating these like mini cheeseburgers and stuff? Yeah. Like tight dresses and, and food buffets don't go together. Right. But I'm still going to do it. It's yeah, dark. RuPaul says to never eat in public, that you're not supposed to do that. Well, luckily I'm not RuPaul <laughs> and it's going down. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. I have a slider. 
<laughs> well, last year they had like glow in the dark cotton candy and like all this mm-hmm. crazy stuff. Like I'm not gonna walk past it and act dainty. Like it's it's happening. Maybe I'll bring one of those floss sticks or whatever where you can floss. Because what I mean, you don't want something stuck in your teeth at a, a high end gala. Oh no, I always have those little toothpick things. I have them on oh. me now. Oh good, but oh, that's good to know. Yeah, leave home without them. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> I don't have to carry it. Yeah, I got you. I got you. You got my tooth. So that's Friday night. Uh, Saturday morning, I'll be back here on the air. Mm-hmm. And then we head right to Chicago Theater for the Megan Trainer show. Yes, Miss Trainer. That's going to be, I have to show you the lineup because there's four artists. It's going to be a long night. Mm. Yeah, I, I like her. Last time I talked to her, we just talked about the gay bars in Nashville. You know, she lives in Nashville and okay. records everything there and stuff. I wonder if she'll go out afterwards. She might. I don't know. I don't know if she knows the gay bars here, but she does know them in Nashville and they know her. You could show her around. Yeah, let's go to the gay bars. She would do it. I thought she would do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ex-ambassadors are really good. I'm excited to see them again. Mm-hmm. Those Your are boy, nice George guys. Ezra. Oh, George. I just love him. He's coming through doing a special set. Um, I think he's only going to be up there for like 20 or 30 minutes. Okay. But which is good. We'll get to hear some of his new album. Yeah, and he can leave the crowd wanting more. You know, because I saw the full show of him, you know, not that long ago. So How was I it? got the whole experience. Good, good. He's funny. He's he's really good at getting the crowd involved and stuff, even if they don't know the songs. Like some of it was like new material. Oh. But I love the new album, so. That'll know. help. Yeah, I was into it. I thought he was really, really fun and very laid back. I just love his accent, too. And it's like this deep little voice. I'm like, could you just talk to me <laughs> yeah. until I fall asleep? That'd yeah. be great. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got that coming up on um, Saturday night. And then Sunday. Are you going to go to Riot Fest on Sunday? Yeah, that's my plan. Oof. Um, I'm going so, home. Well, Blondie's playing, so I want to see, you know, yeah. Debbie and the and the, the guys. There's a few people. It's just the, the most time that I have is just Sunday where I can go. And then um, I might be talking to Pentatonix. Let's see. I don't know. That's, oh. that's Sunday, too. They're at Riot Fest? Both. No, they're at a, <laughs> I'd have to fly across town. Oh. So, yeah, I don't know if I can do that all. Wow. It's not yeah. a relaxing Sunday for me. No, that's not very relaxing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm missing my mom's birthday on Saturday for mm-hmm. work. So, like, Sunday, I'm like, sorry, peace out. I, this is two years in a row now I'm missing Riot Fest, which oh. is a bummer. Uh-huh. But it, there's all this other stuff going on. And, like, sorry, I got to go see my mama. And you know what Monday is for me, right? What? A star is born. It's <gasps> coming. Are you, are you going to see it? I'm going to early screening. And <sighs> I think somebody's coming. I think it's Bradley Cooper. Come on. I think he's coming to it. You got to get a plus one. I don't know. Oh, I can't. I feel like I squeaked in just to get myself in. Look, I need to I need to call somebody. <laughs> I need to make this happen. Yeah, I'm not positive it's him, though, so I don't want to start, you know, rumors. I know Gaga's not coming, but she just can't, you know, they they just promoted it at the Toronto Film Festival over the weekend. They were they were just there. Jake, I saw Jake from Fox 32 here mm-hmm. in Chicago. He sat down and did an interview with, um, with Bradley Cooper, with Lady Gaga. Oh. It was so good. <laughs> was it? And I was like, oh my God. Like, I was like fanning <laughs> out over Jake, who like, you know, we've all met several times. He's a cool guy. Uh-huh. Um, but man, it was a great interview. It, them two, like, when are Gaga and Bradley Cooper going to date? Like, just date. There's oh. some, there is some magic in the air. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's Oscar buzz about this movie. <sighs> I'm dying to see it. Yeah, there's a lot of talk. All right, well, <laughs> I expect a full review from you after that movie, because I want to hear what happens. But God, okay, well, then we've got a lot to get through this weekend, and of course, we'll be able to recap it next time. Sounds good. All right, we'll catch you next week on Nonstop.